Imagine he's in a well. <laughs> you know about in a well, Andy? <laughs> he's really talented. It's just a lot of percussion. I mean, I do like it. I like the sort of... He's in a well. He's definitely in a well. Yeah. He's got his little Someone MIDI machine down there him. with him. Why did he fall down there with his MIDI machine? Are we being hypnotized right now? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're in that Willy Wonka tunnel where the light, the colors are all changing. Yeah. There's no earthly way of knowing <laughs> which direction we are going. Is this eight minutes? Okay, it's, it's fading out. And coming back. There's like a, a ten minute fade out, and then it comes back for a little bit, and then it fades out for about three seconds. I mean, wow. look, you know what it sounds like to me? <laughs> it sounds like when you're when you're watching a movie about the future and music from the future uh-huh. is playing in like that's, a bar. In a bar like yeah, a loud that's bar. The, yeah. yeah, that's the representation. All the drinks of the, are blue the and there's smoke coming <laughs> yeah. out. And like, <laughs> yeah, and there's and there's like girls in cages that are like dancing like <laughs> yeah. to the music. This that was a deleted Kubrick scene. That's yeah. what this was. It was a deleted yeah. scene from Total Recall where <laughs> Arnold goes into a club <laughs> while the valley cast is Dude, playing total recall is bonkers that movie's amazing it's bonkers it's so crazy i but love it's it so, so fun much. i love it so much that's like peak pinnacle awesome sci-fi shit have you seen let's that? well let's get in let, okay oh. hold on let's get into the podcast let's introduce who's here we're with doing us. a podcast and then this is a pod- and, this is a podcast? and then let's jump into total recall which i'll just take as my <laughs> topic right. oh, okay sweet. here we go Guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. That Hello. intro Hi. was sent to us by Ace Lanson, and Thank it's you. called the Valley. I know well. <laughs> it's called <laughs> the Valley Cast intro. Me and a drum machine. Um, so thank you for that. Very creative, very wonderful. Thank you. Um, so today we have a very special guest. Special guest, special guest. Uh, one Mr. Nicholas Hamilton. Hey, it's me. How you doing? How are we all doing? Are we doing good? It's so good to see you, man. Oh, it's so good to see you guys. Welcome back. To, well, not back, but welcome, welcome back, back to, to hanging us. out with us. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back to Just us. Just to you as a group. It's yes. been yes. We, six it. months. We went to the top of the world together. We did. Uh, you and I, um, as well as Lee and Joe and mm-hmm. Steve. We were yeah, all we there. Were all there. <laughs> we were all there. Uh, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah, we were there. We, sure. we looked down at the masses of Toronto. What was that place called? CN Tower. The CN, the CN, Tower. CN Tower. CN Tower. Okay. Yeah. Nice work remembering that. You've got that young brain. <laughs> You've got one of those young brands. Yeah, it doesn't last long. So I you, got it for my birthday. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Careful with how you use that one. Yeah, man, It'd get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. care of that one. Yeah. Mine, mine was, uh, mine's full of whatever was in McDonald's French fries in the eighties, and beef, and beef tallow. Whatever. Yeah, it was. Thank you, Malcolm. And whatever terrible <laughs> shit, whatever terrible shit came out of a, a television that had like a tube ray. Beef in it. tallow. <laughs> beef tallow. <laughs> BT. Scientists <laughs> confirm old cathode ray tube TVs were shooting beef tallow rays. Your kids were being <laughs> blasted with beef tallow for years. From everything. Their like tiny kids radios. Were more delicious back then. <laughs> that little toy radio. <laughs> that is why children kids were more taste delicious. delicious. Don't let your kids eat lead paint. It's um, filled beef tallow. Um, this is a, a sh- podcast from the Valley Folk where we all bring topics. Did you have? You don't have to. Wait, bring I just want to say really quick for yeah. people who are like who. 
who is this man yes, who's true. on this That's podcast? True. Great call. Not many people know Nicholas Hamilton. No, not many people at all. I yeah. don't know who you are. But those still. who do, That's a very no one point. knows who you are. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody <laughs> loves you. That's and a new segment on our show. No Nobody one knows, knows who you, who you are. Nobody knows who you are. So Nick Hamilton is the, uh, he plays uh, Bowers, the Bowers bully. The, the, the bad boy. The bad boy the bad in the boy It movies. Bad, bad boy Bowers. Yeah, yeah. bad boy Bowers. The Henry Bowers? Yeah, the one with the mullet. It, that's, well, I have to say that every time. Yeah. The, the one, one with the mullet. mullet. That's the one with the mullet. Right. Understand. The leader the script of that, actually uh, said one with the mullet. Yeah, I will, I will say I love that movie. The only critic, I mean, that was not a subtle mullet that was like this oh, guy but has it was a so mullet good. it was Dude, a, we you, all know that kid who had that mullet yeah, who if you sure. were if you remember yeah like that at that was era. yeah but like can People i be honest that. every mullet i've ever seen in any movie has always looked kind of gross to me just shaggy it's always looked gross yeah. to me where are you going with this buddy but when nick wore it it oh. like looked good you don't have to do that just pure to nick on this podcast I'm you just don't saying. have to do that i'm just saying you don't have to play case no to i'm nick serious <laughs> i'm serious like it, you know, um, it looked going. good mullets kind of like i got a weird like i don't know where i stand on them i, I grew up hating them obviously like the mullet you wear is obviously in that film is it's um meant to is, be it's horrifying hanging. yeah it's, it's <laughs> the scary you really think it's film. horrifying but, i think it well, looks here's perfect the for the character mullets i feel like have kind of evolved a little bit over the past like like 15 years where now it's kind of like if you have a mullet like well, all course, the way down and then you, your sides are shaved and you have a little bit like I follow this account that's like Sergeant B- uh, Baby Button or something and it's basically an English bulldog that has this adorable um, <laughs> mullet kid next to it Sergeant Baby, Baby Button. Button I'll find it hang on <laughs> fuck man but you know what I'm talking about hello. like mullets got kind of cool I would like Theo Vaughn do you know who Theo Vaughn is yeah he has got a cool looking mullet mm. I don't know I uh I heavily disagree. I yeah, think it's man. a bad. I think it's a bad idea. For I anyone think. To do. I honestly think that the 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 way a mullet looks good based on the length of your neck. Sure. I think that that is a big factor in what makes yeah. a mullet look good. Thickness. I think thickness helps too. Yeah. Thickness of your neck. Thickness and length, yeah. and uh, and that's that's those are my thickness and length are my, my pre- preferences. <laughs> my and if you want to use that clip, I figure out what I like. <laughs> um, I really wanted to find this, uh, but I'm not it's going okay. to. But the baby's well, so cute. Okay. It's like a anyway. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, sorry. Um, you're also in very many other things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that too. But uh, but I love we love it so much, oh, and. You're so good, and you're so fucking terrifying in the movie yep. too, yeah. which is so good. That like that like s- scraping around in the leaves for for when when he's looking for the blade, and he's his like, "God get him!" And his eyes, your eyes have tears, and it's like, "Holy shit!" It's also like scary. Now having known Nick for about seven years, when I see <laughs> the the film, it doesn't. I still don't feel like I'm. You were watching, there when he was born. I was there when he was born, and um. And yeah, I I still I don't feel like I'm watching Nick. I'm still like, oh yeah, no, that's that's Henry Bowers. Yeah, like they, yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks, which man. speaks also to just like the the Andy. well, because Henry Bowers is a real piece of shit, and Nick yeah. is a great guy. I mean, guy. Henry Bowers yeah. is yeah. There's differences. Um, I mean, <laughs> but I don't feel like it's Nick playing a role. Like if I watch like you know some movies, you like watch the person like oh well, that's that character or actor playing a. You know person. what? Henry Bowers needed therapy. That's it. He just needed therapy. He was he misunderstood. A, yeah, what he, was. he was misunderstood, and yeah. he needed therapy. He needed a hug. Well, I don't know about a hug. A mental hug. I mean, a hug might have helped. A mental hug. A therapy hug. You weren't going to get a hug out of Henry Bowers, though, unless you were like alone He couldn't receive it. He couldn't receive it. He wouldn't know how to receive it. I mean, he wouldn't receive it in public, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, the book goes further into his uh, 
physical contact. Yeah, That's the book true. is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, in, a, in a sort of a more explicit way than anyone was it would did what would want ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like actually yeah. not necessary. Just either. really unnecessary. I mean, I love Mr. King, of course, but. Yeah, the le- the legend of, the yeah, legend of no, that book. His <laughs> his books for me are known for. I read a fair amount of um of his stuff, and they're definitely always known for just reading a very pleasant. It's very like it flows really well, and then out of nowhere he'll be like, and then her eyeball popped out and blood gushed down her face, and it dripped. Seventeen onto. people had sex with the hole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's I love it. it I think it's I think it's just like incredibly creative and descriptive, and, yeah. and King has always oh, been him, yeah. perfect at that. Like he just just. You keep falling down this well of like really well written shit, and then mm. and then it's like so dark, and right. you're and you're like, how the fuck can like a macabre. human yeah. write yeah. that? Does he, mm-hmm. He's got to hold the record, and uh, we could look it up. And you got a Googs in front of you. Does he I'll hold Google the record it. for most um, literary adaptations to film or television? He has to. Ooh, that's an interesting question. Everything he's ever wrote has mm-hmm. been. Well, let, yeah, let who else can you, do a who else can you possibly think of? Like um, uh, uh, Crichton, maybe he's close. Yeah. A lot of Crichton. Uh, I think he's got Crichton's up there for um, sure. Jesus yeah. and the Bible. Yeah. Nicholas. Okay, here we go. The living. You know let's pray. Jonathan <laughs> Jesus's Bible. Have let's you pray read it? on it. Let's pray Jonathan on it. Jesus. <laughs> have you read Jonathan, Jonathan Jesus' the Bible? Living, <laughs> the living authors with the most film adaptations. There's King. King is in there. Yeah, he's all owe me a dollar. He's the he's the man. He's he's got the biggest face. He's in got this to right? article. Yes, yeah, Stephen King. The biggest uh, face. Yeah. He has a lot of faces, and he has the biggest one. Yeah, he has a very big face. Yeah, so. yeah and, well, it's, no. and it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's thirty four. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, he has thirty four film Crazy. adaptations, Jeez. and That's the insane. biggest one being not even a horror movie. The next highest is yeah, Nick, is by me. Uh, no, that's about be the second. Shawshank, Green like, Mile, uh, oh, also yeah. Green Mile. Yeah, yeah. most popular. Dude. Yeah, yeah. God, I do. I do. Dude I do loves love Green Mile's my favorite movie. Green, Green Mile's your favorite of all time. It's oh, in my top so ten. Wow, really? Good. Cool. Love it. So Shawshank love is it. my favorite movie. Okay, isn't that crazy? Yeah, we're like, like the same person. We're all the same person, but I'm younger and cuter. <laughs> the, the next author, <laughs> the next author with the most film adaptations is Nicholas Sparks. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Of yeah. course, yeah, she's kind of her own genre. I mean, John Green's got to be pretty up there too, right? John Green might be in here actually. He's no, be John's working got like on three, three, which is huge. I'm not trying to dismiss that. <laughs> That's true. John's only got three he's adaptations. Only got three. Slow the fuck yeah. down. Uh, right. And then but the still, next star, let's be honest, John John Lecar and Ian McEwen. I don't know that. Ian McEwen. I know Ian McEwen. Uh, and uh, nine nine books to film: J.K. Rowling and John Grisham. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dean Koontz is in there. Look at us all. Watch your mouth. Look at us all. <laughs> <laughs> Every that's so funny, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Total Recall. Let's Total talk Recall about Total Recall. A movie. Have you seen Total Recall? I well, I need to stop pretending that I've seen movies. <laughs> that that's I okay, dude. Yeah, man. Listen. High five, Nick. Uh-huh. We no, don't need them. I do it all the time. We have stuff Listen. to do. Oh, exactly. you do watch movies? No, I know. I well, I, I barely I watch. watch, them. I watch Movies now. We just talked a moment ago before the podcast started about how neither of us have seen Pee Wee's. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> Holy shit! Big, big adventure? adventure. And okay. what's the Playhouse one? I listen to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Steve started bleeding out of his ears. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't well. know. Whatever, whatever I need to do to make this happen. Like I need to. Like I don't care what any of you are doing tonight. We're watching Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I yeah, I got a thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, before I'm that or after that. I'm doing like this needs the, to yeah, happen. I'm doing the thing before the thing and after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got a lot of things. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, you guys just don't want to see it. So here's the tonight. Thing. <laughs> tonight. There's also that. There's also I don't care. You guys, you guys, yeah. listen. What you are missing in your lives is a piece of cinematic joy 
that you'll you just don't see anymore. It's I saw just, it as a kid, but I remember nothing. From it's it. just the most absolute creative, simple, beautiful story mm-hmm. <laughs> with some of the most amazing visuals, like practical visuals and music. And not even let's not even talk about the music. The music was scored yeah, by that Danny was more Elfman. Entertaining than that movie. We, uh, it's Dan- Elfman, right? Danny Elfman, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Breakfast Machine. I've seen clips, and I know the music is really beautiful. It's and I just, love Danny Elfman and yeah. all those. I, and I enjoy Burton and all that stuff. I just, um, it's one of those things where it's just like, I don't, uh, I don't know. There's, it's. I'm sure you're right, and I'm sure I'd enjoy it. I just know that I don't, I can't, I don't care enough to even have that joy yeah I and just, i don't know I what that simply is simply don't, don't give a shit so then i'm gonna what i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to slip it into your jack and coke and we're gonna have <laughs> <laughs> does this taste like peewee's big adventure <laughs> like literally i'm gonna have to trick you into watching yeah. Pee-wee's I, big I don't adventure. know if you can i don't know if you can answer this but maybe you can i that makes was, me so sad was that movie, i'm sorry i'm sorry was the popularity of that movie when it came out upon recollection which is tough because you were a kid yeah so it'd be hard it came to out the year i was born actually Really? Was it big among adults? Is what I want to know because Pee Wee was a uh, his the the character just appealed to kids, and, and I want to know was that was the success of that movie based on uh, a younger audience that grew up with it and then ended up it's like nostalgic, like yourself, right? Or was it big because of the the adult population back then as well that was the movie going? I I, I truly think peoples. it's I truly think because um, Paul Rubens was doing Pee Wee live yep. with Phil Hartman. Phil mm-hmm. Hartman and and Pee Wee and Paul Rubens were partners, and, and Paul Rubens killed Phil Hartman. Paul Rubens killed Phil Hartman, and yeah. you can you can quote us on that. <laughs> <laughs> come find McBoyle. come find us, Jordan Peele. We have a whole documentary to make with you. About. <laughs> anyway, um, they were doing Pee Wee on stage. I think Paul Rubens is Groundlings. I think so, or Second City, or something. But but um, Lee would know. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't smash through the wall to tell us. <laughs> To correct us on what fucking comedy troupe he was with, with. but uh, <laughs> really, I'm really surprised. Um, but yeah, so I think he had an adult audience kind of already because, I mean, at least kind of like in the thank you, thank you so yeah, much. I needed this. Uh, no, I need, I yeah. Like sorry. I mean, I just need to find. So I need to find me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he. Yeah. Um, Especially kind of like in an, in an underground comedy yeah, kind of way. So I really feel like people, like all people were into him. And then he was so weird and fun and bizarre that I think it was like a kind of like a ageless kind of thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch it. Because I mean, my mom showed me Pete. Yeah. The character's just a lot is what I'm saying. And I fear Elliot. Yeah specifically will might not find the character enjoyable i mean i don't know about elliot actually elliot um <laughs> he's hi- right, elliot folks. is highly intelligent i mean no no elliot is, <laughs> i honestly think elliot would like the character i mean elliot do you like mr bean i do like, uh, I like yeah i mean i i think he, like, he's enjoyable i i would have no problem with the with the character I yeah think i think he might, i might find him grading at first but i would need to i don't think there's down. a grading. i honestly don't think he reaches grading really like i don't know i could be me i grew up with the movie and i fucking love and it I, I watched Wee's playhouse by the way i i yeah, loved yeah, yeah. Playhouse. i mean i i yeah i was immersed in didn't Pee-wee they do shit. a new one recently like? yeah and it's not very good at least i don't think it is it's my yeah, opinion. No it was on netflix right it. it was on netflix yeah. Yeah. yeah i think it's hard to go back to that when you're an older man it's a different type of energy it's a little weird it's a little weird but um but anyway so but i'd be curious most of all to see how nick would react hurtful to Wee's big adventure because 
I mean, I was gonna take my headphones off and walk out, but I was afraid everyone <laughs> would take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> You've done that before. That's a bad thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, go, go. <laughs> it's really one of those things where, man, yeah, like I wouldn't know how someone through your generation's eyes would see a movie. Yeah, like that. and I guess probably being, I, I think Australians like more, even more so, like yeah. subtle, nuanced comedy as well. Um, whereas, I mean, I can tell that Pee-wee's very, he's just, he's there. And I'm, hello, I'm Pee-wee. And that's, that's what he does, right? He's that's very his, American. Yeah. That's I'm Pee-wee. Hello, I'm Pee-wee. Yeah. <laughs> hello, I am Pee-wee. Hello, I'm just to be Pee-wee. <laughs> so you have seen it. There was yeah. a doll that you pull the string and he goes, hello, I am Pee-wee. Hi, I'm Pee-wee. With an Australian accent. Hello, I'm Pledge of Allegiance. I am Pee-wee. Pledge of Allegiance. Here's a question. Who's the Australian Pee-wee? Oh, there isn't really one. Like Chris Lilly or something? Yeah, he's Kiwi. Oh, he's Kiwi. No, is he? I thought he was Australian. So Chris Lilly is the guy from um, Summer High. Yeah, Summer High and shit. I think yeah. he's Australian. Yeah, I was I think thinking of um, the guy who's in uh, uh, all the what's the show that Taika Waititi made? Oh, what's it? Uh, what we do in the what shadows? We do in the shadows. The um, the Jermaine Fly like the Conqueror. Jermaine. Jermaine. Ah, Jermaine. Yeah, I mean, he's great. I have to feel like you guys try to take credit for Flight of the Concords, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you should. Everything that's good, good in New Zealand is. Australian. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and everything else is awful. That's right? mainly it. That's why we, we, took, mm-hmm. we took credit for Russell Crowe, even though I'm, I think he was born in New Zealand, but we don't take credit for Mel Gibson, even though he's technically Australian. Yeah, it's you so got to. No one wants to no take credit for take Mel Gibson. Not <laughs> 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 well, even Mel Gibson wants to take credit yeah. for Mel Gibson. <laughs> it's just safe not to take credit for Mel Gibson. It might be safe for now, it. yes. It's just, so, um, Total Recall. Total Recall! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, it's okay. Don't be afraid. That I don't was, want that was a total recall. See, here's the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Okay, so I think I want to end the stigma. <laughs> I want to yeah. end the stigma of um l- let's just let's start a movement. Let's start a new movement of stop being that guy that's like you haven't fucking seen that shit. Yeah, I just like fuck that. you. Yep. Like, let's end that. There's too much of that. I much prefer people who go, "Oh, you haven't seen it. Let's watch it together." Yeah, now. yeah. Or like, you have, yeah, if you haven't seen it. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Are you back? Are you back? Yeah. There, there we yeah, go. He's back. Oh, he's weird. back. Hello. Okay. Oh. Sorry. 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 Um. Yeah. I just want to end that whole kind of like negative. Yeah. Like, oh, you're an idiot. Like, because then it makes people afraid to speak out about things they haven't seen or experienced, and yeah. we don't want that. It leads to yeah. a whole thing. No, so you haven't seen Total Recall, but we will. But you have to see Total Recall. It's <laughs> so good. You turned it's... into one of those people. Yeah. But <laughs> 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 well, fuck you, Nick. <laughs> uh, no, it's directed by Paul Verhoeven, yeah. who. Who's directed like the some of the best shit ever, RoboCop yeah. and it's Starship Troopers. It's Arnold at his freaking peak. It's like I haven't yeah. seen really many Arnold movies. The practical effects in it are amazing. It, they're bonkers. I don't think I've yeah. seen any Arnold movies. No like, way. Wait, what about Crazy. like Predator? No, I saw uh, what's the one with like all the Jingle big manly all men? The way. Jingle all the oh, way. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, what is that? Predator. The one with all the big manly men. Yeah, the one uh, where it's Sloan oh. and Bruce Willis. Expendables. Oh, yeah. Expendables. Oh, yeah. I've oh, seen yeah. that. That's the only one I've seen. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Different generation. Man. Different generation. That's yeah. true. No Terminator. Nothing like that. No. No, not Terminator. I mean, yeah. I figure all those movies for next generation are old movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like different generation movies, and like... different country. <laughs> okay, That's so true. here's a question. That's also true. What what Nick movie? Is a what yeah, I'm, um, a foreign. I'm one of the foreigns. Yeah. What like <laughs> classic movie? So let's say let's just start here. You've seen Jurassic Park and you love Jurassic Park. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then let me go further. Let me go even for the vis- for the sorry for the audio viewers that was made silence. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so silence. okay. So Jurassic Park. So let's what's God, after Steve? I was just waiting for you to just rag on him. You haven't seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm trying to set an example. <laughs> I've seen Jurassic World. Um, okay, Jurassic World. The first one is. I, I mean, I agree with everyone that the second one just isn't very good at all. Yeah, but the first one's fine. First one's fine. The first one's fine. I, I, I love the second one. <laughs> Dude, I watched I've it on a plane and I really loved it. I thought it was terrible, but I loved no. it. I was like, look, you, had a, good, you had a good movie going experience. I really did. I had yeah. fun with it. You yeah, I would never say it's a good movie, but I did. I did really enjoy it. And right. I also loved Jurassic Park, though. A week ago, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, offhandedly, uh, Grace said she had never seen Back to the Future. And then wow. last See, that's night out of nowhere, it's I go, telly. yeah, I, she like came out of the, a bedroom and I was like, did you say you've never seen Back to the Future? And she was like, yeah, I said that like weeks ago. Why are you thinking about And she... I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to make you watch it. I was like, but we're probably going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, that's a thing that was even when television was still a thing. It was always on TV. Yeah, you could yeah. Never that's really also escape interesting. It. Yeah, it's it's like so, my brother told me uh, over Christmas that this past Christmas was the first time he'd seen a Christmas story, and my Whoa. brother is five years older than me. Wow, and loves Christmas and Christmas movies. He's like, yeah, I just saw this movie. I just watched it for the first time this year. I feel like there's like, a what? there's an alternate dimension or maybe even this current timeline where I open a theater that's just like all it plays all the best movies like on a rotation or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like. Somehow it's free. It's like I just want people to so see Netflix? these movies. You're talking about Netflix? No, but it's like a social situation. It's like everyone yeah. come Netflix to this. Netflix in a cinema. Yeah. Well, I don't want to invite people to my home. You know, <laughs> I want yeah. Netflix in a cinema. It's like get your popcorn and whatever, and let's just watch these movies that like I know will make you feel something. Your business is not gonna last very long. <laughs> I wonder if you. Well, put we're gonna up... sell. We're gonna sell socks. Got it. <laughs> I wonder sense. if you had a movie th- if a movie theater took one of their their rooms and literally just charged the same amount of as a movie ticket, but you could go in a group and then you could just have control of Netflix and watch whatever you want on a movie. Oh, that's I wonder if people would pay like ten bucks to go hang out in a giant. I thing. Think they they would. Like a, yeah, or just watch. A I mean, I YouTube fucking would. I'd have something. movie nights like that all yeah. the time. It was, uh, like a karaoke, like those Korean karaoke bars. Same idea, just like these small rooms yeah. with theater seating in them, like. 10 to 12 seats. Screening rooms. Big yeah. screens. You can just go in and watch movies with your friends That'd and drink so alcohol cool. and shit. Um, yeah. I think this yeah. is oh, cool. a really fucking good idea. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. I'm... I'm well, I'm like, I th- kind of like, think why aren't they doing that? It should I... almost be like a, a like a fourth tier for Netflix rather than like a, a theater's idea. Yeah. It should be like a fourth tier, like an extra yeah. 10 bucks a month. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. you can go, go into theaters. any theater uh-huh. at any point and take control of that theater. Yeah. Uh, with a gun, with and, a gun, uh, yeah, uh, uh, sort of at night <laughs> point uh, for, dude. That's what I assumed. You for five hundred dollars, they will give you a remote, and then you can go into any regular movie theater, showing new movies, and you get to be the asshole with the remote and pause and rewind, pause and rewind it, yeah. fast forward it, pip screen it. Wow, dude, you that's can put some on straight you, you up Joker I mean, shit. That's some, that's some some men want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> they also have laser pointers that yeah. you could just—they're mm-hmm. built into the seat. You can just yeah. pull it out and point them at the screen. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I think at some point there's going to be—I mean, 3D was a, a crazy thing. What? Yeah, just over 10 years ago. Yeah, and it's still that was happening. It's still and everyone was still like, "This isn't going to last." But I mean, like, the the more you think about it, how is it? Uh, not a thing now that you you have like a personal movie screen on the glasses. Yeah. yeah. And you can sort of you watch the movie with everyone, yeah. But you're watching your own movie, and you can rewind and pause and 
play. And, right, right. Oh, almost like a mind. live stream that you could stop, but other people are still going, continuing yes. through. Mm. Wow. In mm. theater. How would they catch it up? How would they catch up? You though? wouldn't catch up. Some people would just Some stay people just a little stays longer. In there for, you have like a, oh, you have like a time limit. Like if you don't finish the movie in like five hours, then you could. You yeah, need to get you're on. basically talking about how to solve pee breaks in a movie theater. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Pee yeah, breaks man. and and concession yeah. breaks. I don't want to get, get up and pee. I miss this stuff. Yeah, it's a unique stress when it comes to peeing in movie theaters. Interesting. I, I, I don't. I always am stressed out when I have to pee, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to miss. I wonder if I that's not a niche thing. I wonder if there's there's a there's a number of people, enough people that feel the same way you do, that would be a viable business business possibility i still wouldn't want it the to be cut off from other people around me though because i'd want to be like making eye contact and being like oh crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 uh, anyway. wait, wait wait oh um the, welcome uh, to the, the valley cast, i really everybody. think the, uh, the future <laughs> of, the future of 3d i really believe is going to be glasses list 3d where you don't even have to wear glasses. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the screen is 3D it's and the technology. Why is that a thing machine. yet? How is that not a thing? They're trying. They're really? trying, and there are, there's different types of them that look pretty good. And at the last CES, which is like yeah, the know. biggest consumer electronics, you know, is CES. Yeah. Okay, so it's basically like they show off all the new electronics for people that don't know. And um, Jesus, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> happening i'm listening i'm like, actively listening i did um i actively zoned out <laughs> sorry 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 i oh, got joe that's disgusting <laughs> did you just... joe, <laughs> man, hey, sometimes yeah. you gotta oh, get your joe, why off. are you always looking at your nudes why is that always your thing? soft the way <laughs> why you get your, your own soft. nudes um <laughs> i hate that, that what i was talking about <laughs> the fuck was i talking about uh, the movies in 3D. In the oh yeah, 3D. Screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, so even you checked out a little. Yes, yes. Because uh, I was so shocked <laughs> at what was happening. So, just am. the absolute tuna. I was focusing. I was with you. Thank you, Nick. Was you. Nick was there. Nick's a good friend. Uh, Steve is it? It's Steve. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with an S. Um, but yeah, I just think that's where where that's going, and that would be cool. And I think once glassesless 3D works. Then 3D TVs will come back because 3D TVs that was a, thing. Oh, was yeah. a huge yeah. thing, but it all Short required lived. glasses, and no one could be bothered. And no one could be bothered. Yeah, and and even you would go to the movie theater and get those like movie theater glasses that mm. you could like keep. Right. Some of the TVs use those, so you didn't have to like buy like the an red extra. And blue, like, no, not the red and blue. The, it's the ones that are like gray. It was the ones that oh, would, the like, actual come, ones. The ones that you would come in like a little wrapping paper, and you'd pull it out. Yeah. And you put them on, then you could just like throw them in the trash. It's like going to Universal Studios. This, yes, the, ones the, ride ones. Yes, yes, the ride like ones. Yes, like that. Yep. And uh, I really miss the the black or the blue and red. Yeah, anaglyph. It was anaglyph three D. Really? It was a visual thing that you could go. It was like, really? oh, that guy's watching three yeah. D. Yeah, exactly. And wow. it had like then you see people wearing guy or girl. That, that guy or girl sucks. is watching three exactly. D. The problem exactly. is Sorry. that loud it's, women. it's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful for your eyes. <laughs> like, really? Is it? Yeah, is it really? it, incredibly awful. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's. Dude, yeah, you worked at 3D for a bit, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, what? I remember that. I worked at 3D. No, it was called wow. in three. It was called A3D. in in three. Yeah, yeah. In three. dude, that was a cool wow. time because we were working on like King Kong. I remember my friend John worked there with you. Yeah, that's right. We worked together. It sounded. To, I'm glad you say it sounded cool because to me it sounded like a nightmare. These guys would painstakingly take every frame from a every non frame. 3D movie and with their hands and a computer 3Dify every make it 3D freaking frame. Yeah, 
Yeah. It sounds like the old school Disney animation when they would layer the the things, you know, when the, it shows like yeah. the frame by frame. But I mean, worse, I can I, I can explain it in the yeah, simplest the way. We that, had basically. we had Wacom tablets and those pens, those yeah. digital pens, and everyone would get a get like a maybe like a 3 second scene, mm-hmm. maybe 6 seconds. And then you would just go frame by frame and you would just draw around every single thing. Everything on the screen became a layer that yeah, you would so have to like. Your foreground, your middle ground, your background. Everything. Oh, yeah. That little, that light pole in the background, Oof. that fucking trash can. Did you f- feel like you got mindless during it or were you like hanging out with your friends? Dude, like, we would be the in these time? rooms with like f- six people and, and they'd all, we'd all be like laughing and joking. And yeah, I mean, we, we were just like fucking around on computers yeah, doing s- this busy work where you could tune out all day. Just, like was, listen to music and stuff. Yeah, we'd listen to music. We'd listen podcasts. We just like fucking hang out. It's tedious as hell, man. It was tedious, yeah. but it was like rewarding because everyone had a pair of three D glasses at their desk, and at any moment you could press this button, and it would turn your frame into three D. Cool. And then you could yeah. look at it, make sure it looks good, and then you turn it off and you put your glasses up, and then you keep working, and then you could. Wow. Turn. It was really cool. It cool. was it was that a fun so, experience. It's the future didn't last very long. That that company died. Quick. Well, the reason why. It didn't last long, is because they lost Steve Zaragoza to Source Fed. <laughs> Peter Jackson, like specifically, was working with this CEO, this guy, and I guess he was in the office all the time, but I never saw him. But Peter Jackson came and made a deal to make them. Man, I wonder if any of this is like confidential, and I shouldn't be talking about it. I don't know, whatever. It was Pardon. years ago. Basically, the, the we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Nick to tell us the entire plot we'll get, of it too. Yeah, that's we're, true. We're <laughs> coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, stay tuned. Basically, they like they paid this company to do, to make King Kong in 3D, and it was gonna release and be the first movie in 3D, um, in this type of new 3D. And then it was like screening really poorly, and people weren't liking it, and so. They completely trashed it. Oh man, that's because sucks. Universal was like, "We're not paying for this. People don't like the movie. It's yeah. not good." I mean, if it, that's you know, we give so the people it, like, what they don't yeah. want. And then another thing was George Lucas came in and they were like, "Let's make the Star Wars movies in 3D," and the CEO was like, "Yeah, we got to start with the originals: A New Hope." Empire yeah. and Jedi. Like, imagine that in fucking 3D, yeah. right? Yeah. And Lucas was like, no, we're starting with the prequels. Oh, yeah. And the CEO guy was like, oh, no. I, I don't oh, no. think that's a good idea. And Lucas was like, it's the only way I'll do it. Why? Oh, Lucas. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking funny dude Lucas sounds like he, the guy at school who would just like everyone be having a good time and he would say something and he would just ruin everything you know what he did there like, yeah just kind of bloody George he, uh, I heard some good stories uh, about he, uh, George. Yeah. I heard some good George. stories about him I'll yeah, he tell you a Lu- he pulled a Lucas he pulled a Lucas he uh, pulled a Lucas um, <laughs> but dude I'll never forget the coolest thing about this place when Nick gets out of hand he pulls a Nicholas Nicholas okay. I gotta go <laughs> um, one of the fu- but the coolest thing about this fucking 3D place was I didn't know so my friend worked there and then um, this was like fucking 2006 maybe 2007 my friend was already working there and he was like dude I can't tell you much about this place but they're hiring you want to come work here and I was like yeah I need a fucking job what is it and he's mm-hmm. like you're gonna love it come come on, come audition or come interview or whatever mm-hmm. so anyway 
Audition. Went through the first interview process, then I went home. They gave me a call and they're like, can you come into our offices, sign a bunch of NDAs and stuff, and then sit down in this movie theater for like 15 minutes, and then we'll talk to you afterwards. And I was like, okay. And so they t- I did it, and it, they just sat me in a theater, didn't tell me what the fuck was going on. They gave me 3D glasses, these like weird glasses. And by the way, at the time, these this new 3D was nowhere no one knew about it it wasn't even a thing that existed yet and so they handed me these glasses they gave them to me and then they proceeded to show me scenes from like star wars lilo and stitch Hmm. the muppet movie like fucking titanic like they had they had like a reel of what 3d movies would look like and it blew my fucking mind because i was like this is the fucking future i'm i'm gonna be part of the future this is the future of movies because they showed like lilo and stitch in 3d and it just looked i was i'd never seen anything like it you know it was like 3d that really like looked insanely good so you believed in the 3d movement like, yeah right away yeah, yeah and you never wavered d- during no the, no i love I it always felt like it was sort of this understood thing of like this is a fad it comes and it goes and i've just never been i've been blown away by 3d one time and it really? was and it was <laughs> seriously and it, like it was supposed to be avatar and it wasn't avatar was good though I, the literally the only time that i've been blown away by 3d was entangled when the uh, the paper bags start floating up oh, in the yeah, air, yeah, I saw that in 3D, and that looked so amazing. It looked like they filled up the theater. My two year old daughter got up out of her chair and started oh, trying adorable. to grab the paper. Wow. That's adorable. The floating paper bags. I know. I chastised. She's her a moron. She's but it's still a grounded. Really yeah. cute Twelve years later, tell her to take off the glasses. Oh, yeah. bye bye, Lane. But yeah, that's the only time I've I've always I thought hope it she was gimmicky. To this episode, <laughs> so. what a moron! My God, <laughs> I know it's so hated is it about Valley Booker? Knows that's not real, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the what thing. It's absolute like absolute idiot. Like, does she think movies are real? You guys need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just ragging on your daughter. That's enough. Usually, it's okay, but today we have a guest. Yeah, that's true. Um, he needs, anyway, to, he she, needs to think. Yeah, that I I've love always her. loved she 3D. Di- <laughs> she, she died right after you left the theater. Yeah, Here's the thing about 3D, though, it. really quick. You can tell when 3D is a post effect, like they yeah. they do it after a regular movie is filmed, or it was filmed with 3D cameras. How do you film in 3D cameras? I'm there's like cameras that have like the two. It's basically just like two cameras next to each other, and then they're filming onto so the it's same foreground and background. Yeah, cool. right, right. That's cool. Um, what anyway, we've moved on. Total Recall. I think that was a good talk about Total yeah, Recall. Me too. I love yeah. Total Recall. Do you want to hit some? Uh, yeah, let's hit some things real quick. Wait, and then, let me pull uh, up some, some music. Here. And then I got some stuff I want to talk about. Well, no, wait, maybe I have some stuff. Hey guys, let's talk about Eero. We're talking about Eero. Wait, let me pull up some music. We'll do it. I'll just get right into it. Eero, life's too short for bad Wi-Fi. Everybody, we're talking about Eero and Eero Plus. Guys, the single router model just doesn't work for our increasingly high bandwidth world. It's simple physics, bro. Like light waves, Wi-Fi waves don't go through walls well imagine asking a light bulb in your living room to light your master bedroom it's like that. Master bedroom. silly you would never do that. that there we go what you need is a distributed system this is what offices have had for years not our office yet but hopefully soon at considerable work and expense with eero <laughs> you can install an expert an enterprise-grade Wi-Fi system in your home in just a few minutes. Simply download the Eero app on your iOS or Android devices, and we'll walk you through each step of the process. It's quick, easy, and painless. Current Wi-Fi routers are really tough to manage and optimize. The Eero app lets you manage your network from the palm of your hand, so you'll know how many devices are connected at any given point, as well as the internet speed you are getting from your service provider. And you can easily create and share a guest network. That's pretty dope. That's I like so that. Dope. Eero is protected with state-of-the-art 
WPA2 encryption, and because it controls the hardware and the software for your entire network, it ensures that you're always secure. Since traditional routers don't push software updates to their customers, they are left vulnerable in cyber attacks. Eero updates automatically so that you not only have the latest features, but the latest security at all times. Eero has incredible customer support, and that's dope too, because when you got problems, you need the helps. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That was a straight-on hand kiss <laughs> on my Holding knuckle. That, my friend. that was great. Uh, I, I just installed the Eero in my place, and I, you guys know that I have a horrible uh, reception. I can make calls now. I can, Whoa. I can surf. It's great. Yeah, I use Eero also. And you? My, it's great. My bedroom, why, for some reason, the Wi-Fi in my bedroom was so shit. Because of walls. Because yeah, I think it is. I think it yeah. is because yeah, of walls. walls. And then I p- yep. put an Eero in my bedroom, and it's, it's like, uh, it's like, Perfect. It's yeah, it was perfect. one of the um, the few things we've we've gotten. They'll send us a thing to make sure that mm-hmm. we like it. And uh, the moment this it came good. in, everyone was like, "Joe, take this. <laughs> yep. Joe, this is yours now." <laughs> yep. And it's great. And it's cool. It's cool looking. It's slick. Anyways, cool. uh, Eero Plus is designed to provide simple, reliable security to defend all your home's devices against a growing number of threats such as malware, spyware, phishing attacks, as well as unsuitable content. The combination of Eero with Eero oh. Plus provides complete protection for your network and all the devices and those who use them as they connect to the internet. Like my kids who can't be seeing the nasty stuff. Oh my goodness. So, here we go. Uh, what's our thingy here? There we go. Never think about Wi-Fi again. Get $100 off Eero base unit wow, and two beacons package and one year of Eero Plus. Holy crap. Visit Eero.com slash ValleyCast and wow. enter promo code ValleyCast. <laughs> We're getting some good... Uh, yeah, man. What, 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 was link what was that link again, Joe? That was, uh, that was uh, Eero.com. That's E-E-R-O.com slash ValleyCast and enter the promo code ValleyCast. Wow. Get it, baby. Such a simple link. Get it, get you it. You know what, guys? Just, just start entering promo link. code ValleyCast on things. Get it. Yeah, Get it. Wow. I, I, it sounds like um, I need an, uh, an era. Joe, what do you got? What's your topic? What's your topic? Man? Well, I, I mean, we got to do. I want to talk horror movies. Yes, with Nick. Yeah. We, gotta, we can start with it if we want and get some, oh, some tidbits. God, because, so, oh. so total recall. Because <laughs> people are asking, but uh, I want to kind of talk about what some of our favorite horror movies are and things that like just totally scared the crap out of you as a kid growing up and, and the stuff you keep going back to and why we watch them. Yeah. I'll that. start. Horror movies, baby. I'm going to start. It. Is probably my favorite horror movie. Oh, thanks, man. Um, that said, I don't watch horror movies. Uh, huh? It was all me. Oh, it was yeah, absolutely. No, I made it. Um, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that for for a second. Andy, what's his last name? Machete. Machete. Uh, oh, yeah, he's so great. He, it's I'm, I love the guy. Um, so fantastic, excited. fantastic man. Um, and besides that, I remember um, the Grudge scaring the crap out of me. And I've never seen The Exorcist. I've never seen like The Shining. Um, I've never seen a bunch of that stuff. So I don't really have many. Mm-hmm. Many. Uh, did you see the ring? I did see the ring. Yeah. So you were into that like Japanese American and horror yes. Renaissance moment. Yes. Yeah, because that's when um, you that's when you were old enough to kind of like. Wa- that's your high school days. Want to yeah. see them and yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like Cabin in the Woods, but I know oh, it's not really like so horror. It's yeah. kind of is it? Would you uh-huh. say it's horror? It's, like, a, it's like yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, I think that kind of movie it's very clever and fun, so I like that a lot. But yeah, that would be actually it would probably be Cabin in the Woods slightly above uh, it. I think. It's interesting you say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting Nick, sorry. that you say. That um that you had said that it was your favorite horror movie because it's 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 true for a lot of people right now because it what a lot it, of young people for sure yeah well and yeah millennials right. I guess and and I really think like it's because it kind of reintroduced horror to people in a way in the on the big screen in a big way mm-hmm. and in a way that actually fucking worked because so many horror movies just come and go and they're all garbage but it just like 
went rolling and everybody fucking loved it. So to say it is your favorite horror movie is like not a weird thing to say because yeah. it was just it, it really is people's like introduction to horror right now. Right. I think it's the type of um the type of movie too that's a result of like the age of entertainment we're living in where people like the people who are making movies now grew up on good movies mm-hmm. and so they're they're like taking all this stuff like it has heart and it has humor mm-hmm. and it has the things like make it a well-rounded independently good movie that's regardless the part that i wanted to make genre. about it because what i think you're what you're missing right now steve is that a lot of people contend that we're in the we're like in the midst of a horror renaissance and we have been with all these Bloomhouse movies blumhouse movies blumhouse, and stuff that yeah. have been coming out it's back and it's that's kind of on the tail end of so Bloomhouse brought it all back for watchable movies that are making a lot of money yeah um, the Annabelle series all of those um, Conjuring. Conjuring all that stuff huge stuff making a lot of money and people love them I don't know if you're Insidious into them or not was yeah, yeah. Series that really and that was right after I think people were getting a little bit burnt out on the the torture porn horror that we uh, endured for yes. the, the early yeah 2000s. we're back to like the spooky was, haunted stuff yeah, yeah it was saw it was hostile it was mm. torture fi- porn even is what final they call destination it. to a certain degree kind mm-hmm. of is, yeah but those it, are like and I love them those but, could come back and I don't know why they haven't and I think they they would burn be, out for a bit but they'll come back but that's the, what I'm saying but they like, need to come back now so we yeah. had this like and that was off of the tail end of the Japanese horror thing that we had which was right after the thrasher horror that we had of the late 90s mm-hmm. right which and before that horror was dead like it was huge I'd be in interested the 80s to look then... at like the correlation of what kind of horror is popular because they say in times of like national sadness comedies do really well and when the country's mm-hmm. doing really well like horrors you tend seek to do out really the well. thing that you're not feeling. yeah the entertainment provides um, the thing that the that you lack but the but... point that i want to make about it that you're making steve and i do agree with is that uh I'm not saying those other movies aren't these things, but I'm also saying that they are. Like, it was just, you could tell the love in the heart and the money went behind it as well. This was a big movie. Yeah. And and a lot of those other ones feel still kind of independent and small. Yeah. This yes. one, a lot went into it. And I think that that really helped with well, yeah, making it. Horror isn't a genre applicable. that gets a lot of money. No. And, and because you can make horror movies on the smallest fucking budgets, and you could do those like mm-hmm. handheld found footage movies for even less. Exactly. You know? And it had a nostalgic feel to it with the whole like almost standby me ish nature yeah. of the kids. Yeah. It just said something for everybody, and it was an accessible yep. horror film that like kind of brought people that wouldn't normally go to the theater to see a horror movie to the theater to see a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Nick, that- what are your thoughts? You're- Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, mean I'm not. I'm going to take all these uh, compliments and sort of just just sort of bathe in them. Sure, um, shower, have a bath, have a bath. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think having uh, a secondary part in it has allowed me to sort of see the outside part of it. I think having um, knowing how much of a how good of a job Andy did directing, I, I think being a secondary part and like sort sort of seeing it from. You guys' perspective and outsider's perspective and critics' perspective rather than just sort of high a minute. This mm-hmm. is me now. Um, I don't know if any of that made sense, but yeah, it's, it's it's like it's... What do you mean by secondary part? Do you mean like in terms of playing like characters? Like, yeah, yeah, sort of not being... I think being in the Losers Club and being Andy. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it yeah. isolates you to sort of what, what the movie is. Yeah. Where I can see... I can, um, I, can, I, can, I can see it from outsider's perspective and what the movie is to other people. Yeah. Um, you're, not yeah. As, you're not as in the forest as... Right. Yeah. And that's why, that's I think that's why I respect it so much because I can see what it means to people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you're like a part of that. Right. Yeah. That's and something you can say you are a part of. Yeah. yeah. And I think Eddie did just a 
stellar job. I, I don't, the, wouldn't, the movie wouldn't be the movie without Andy. I, I, I agree. I remember when uh, everyone was like, that fucking guy, the Fukunaga guy. Kerry Fukunaga, yeah. They were like, I even I was on that boat where I was like, fuck, I, that movie would have been so good. But then you read like things about like what he wanted and what the, he demanded to the be. The draft that he had, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, that's not that's not good. Well, kinda, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, about. he just got well, real deep into Stephen King-ish oh, type stuff. It was really supernatural. There was, I mean. The turtle. I don't know how much of this. The turtle wasn't can, in it, I don't, I don't think. I don't know how much of this you can put in. But it's, so it's, in Carrie's original script, Henry Bowers. This is all I know about Henry Bowers. He had intercourse with a sheep. Oh, okay. And ejaculated on a birthday cake. Huh. Yeah. So yes. that, got, that gives you a vibe of, and I'm pretty sure the right. orgy was in, the orgy from the book is, yeah. was in the draft. Uh, yeah. yeah, the new one they just made you do that in the audition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a hotel room. To make sure you knew how to get to the character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, mean, not ta- that's not very palatable. Yeah, and yeah. look, look. I I get the idea of making like a a true to the book like disturbing story version of it and that's kind of a cool idea that it goes places that you've never seen a horror movie go before but like that's just not, that wasn't going to be a hit movie and it wasn't going to make it just yeah, yeah it just wasn't going to be wasn't going to be I, I don't I don't know if it would have been even it would have been hereditary style yeah. but like less good yeah, exactly. Um, it really would have been. It really. really I think that's. Been. I mean, that's why Warner Brothers. I think ended with. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking out of turn here, but it's like it's. I think that's why uh, Warner Brothers said, "Piss off." Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. He's like it was, not on the record. He's on the Valley Cast. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, no, it's um, it, it's pretty well, yeah, common knowledge. They were just like, "This yeah. is crazy. We can't let you do this." And he was like, "Well, I I wanted to only do this," and they were like, "Okay, okay, bye, bye." <laughs> yeah, we have a perfect an- uh, response to that. It's uh, uh, good, it's goodbye. And, and the thing Andy is, Machete. like, yeah. he made a fucking amazing show with it, True Detective season True Detective, one, yeah. Yeah. and it's like some of the greatest television I've ever seen. Yeah. And so it was exciting to hear about his it adaptation. But yeah, I'm so happy it didn't happen. I'm right. so happy it didn't right. happen. Um, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be ha- you wouldn't have it, the movie even yeah. close to. What it is now. I right. feel like the the new it is to the original it, the miniseries, what um Heath Ledger's Joker was to like Jack Nicholson's yeah, Joker sure. in the sense of people just being like, There's no way. They're, 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 it's a classic and all that stuff. Like I, I feel like, like people leading up to the new it were so skeptical and mm. so yeah. just like there's no way You're right. they can beat Tim Curry and then uh and yeah, and then they release this movie and everyone's like Oh yeah, oh, no one's we, even talking about it anymore. Which is that's like my yeah. favorite thing in movies that does happen now is when the consensus is so against a movie, and then the opposite thing Which happens. Which Skarsgård is it? Bill. 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 Yeah, I mean it was originally because it was originally Bill Pol- uh, Will Poulter. Um, who, Bill Poulter. Oh, that's right, the guy with the from, eyebrows from Bandersnatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says yeah. I look a little bit like, which is oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I can but, see yeah. that. But yeah, so he's like he was so he was Pennywise with in Carrie's movie. Andy wanted him. But scheduling issues uh, brought up, mm-hmm. um, which I'm also glad. Had all, all, Bill Scars, yeah, and then the <laughs> most iconic thing yeah. in movies yeah. in the last couple of years happened. It's yeah. it's an it's a horror icon now. Like it, it yeah. I, and that character needs to be in the echelon of horror characters. Mm. And and yeah. and he was with Tim Curry's it, but like the character was the scariest part about that movie. Basically, yeah. like the first half of it is pretty good. And the second half is like, don't even watch it, but to, to mm-hmm. watch it for Tim Curry, I'd say, but mm. anyway, but the point is, is that I think it's just, we needed a new Pennywise mm-hmm. and it, and it's so good with Bill Scars. Very on the so fly good. here. Let me know what you guys think about Ooh. this. Um, the I, movie, I, the flow also very good. <laughs> crazy. Um, the, 
it was so successful. And here I have a want to throw out a theory for why I think a lot of people might have flocked to this, aside from the nostalgia and the fact that it was good. Yada yada yada. Is there something about Pennywise, this clown, most people not wanting to probably see just a clown terrorizing people? That's hard for a lot of people, and a lot of people don't want to see that. People are afraid of clowns. Yeah, yeah. but the fact that he, he has this almost like Freddy Krueger esque way to appeal to everybody's fears yeah. and change and have like seven <laughs> makes or it eight. even fucking. Scary. But yeah, you have seven or eight different types of monster that you're going it's to not watch. just a scary clown. It's right? a scary entity that can take literally any form of anything. Exactly. Yeah. So you're like you you you're not worried about just this one thing you're actually taking this journey to, mm. to, to mm-hmm. get over a bunch of fears with, mm-hmm. with a group of kids that you feel part of and stuff like that mm-hmm. I wonder if that has yeah. something to do with yeah, it yeah it's like seven it's like you're gonna go through yeah. the, or like the um, yeah. go through those what things what is each kid what's, what's gonna just happen which one do I relate the that's, most I mean, yeah. that's a hu- all of this is a huge testament to Andy all the losers and I mean Bill I think Bill brought everything to that role yeah it was Bill and Andy's yeah. sort of uh, passion piece was Pennywise I mm. cannot wait to see the like flashback Pennywise stuff. Yeah. Mm. I'm dying yeah. to see it. I can't wait. I'm dying yeah. to see it. I want a whole movie about Pennywise in like the oh, 1800s prequel. or something. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be so freaking cool. It's going to be so fun. I, I can, mean, I cannot wait That's for the thing. It's like, oh, September? Mm. Holy shit. Yeah. Is that wow. known? Yeah, September okay, six or seventh. Oh, it's so Even close. The, the trailer, I'm excited just to see the first like reveal of whatever. Yeah, that's like, oh yeah. It's going to be soon, surely. I don't I literally, I don't know anything yeah yeah oh, well okay. that's okay yeah Neither which is probably good we. otherwise i would tell you mm-hmm. okay so, so us know what they're doing <laughs> do you real you realize who's all in it right like the oh yeah yeah the cast adults, is insane. it's gonna the cast be is insane and yeah i mean they and they're all perfectly cast which yeah. is yeah awesome. i feel like i don't enjoy many movies but i'll be this will be one where i'm like let's do some kind of like i know we have to do a big big yeah. like let's all go see it i mean you were thing. the first premiere yes i was and i hope i get to go to this yeah please oh my god because was it finn who got you the got you there <laughs> I think it was. Oh, yeah. Finn. I think it was. Good old Finn Wolfhard. It's a good boy. Finn, yeah. Finn, 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 Do- Finn um, Dogsoft. Who's got his band thing going on? Yeah, like good old Calpurnia. Let's do a let's do a Finn Wolfhard thread. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> what's the band called again? Calpurnia. Cool. Um, a cool name. It's a, I, it's a cool I, uh, They make great music. I'm, I, I'm really. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I have a Calpurnia t-shirt. Oh mainly shit! For <laughs> mainly for Joe. <laughs> nice, nice. But also just not. But also because you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we are with the merch of our friends that we right. wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We mostly wear it as a joke, but yeah. we like what you do. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear anything you send me, basically. <laughs> yeah. I was. I looked at my clothes yesterday. I was wearing a Retin Link shirt, and then I changed it into a small shirt while wearing an Instagram TV sweatshirt. And I was like, oh, this is too many. This is Everything my life you now. own yeah. was given to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So really quick. Uh, Nick, what is your favorite horror? Yeah. Movie? Oh my goodness. Um, see, I'm not a huge fan of not to hit you with the hardball horror movies. <laughs> Cues here. Don't hit me with the hardball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not yet. What's What's your greatest fear? <laughs> my greatest fear is oh, but I probably the the ocean. That's yeah. a good. That's a good it, uh, fear, and man. not like just the like the deep sea. Yeah. I grew up in I'm, yeah. So I'm, yeah, man. I'm from a town, uh, a small town in Australia called Austinville, which is 15 minutes away from. They're like the closest beach town called Ballina. And there's way, way too many shark attacks there currently. Oh, and recently. Man. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just sort of, I don't, no, I live here now. But when I was there, I was, I, I just didn't go. Yeah. And I decided not to go ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the ocean is filled with, um, Horrendous things we don't even know about. Creature. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's that's yeah, yeah. Have you ever done the VR thing on PlayStation VR where they descend you into the the water? It's like on the like intro game. I would never dream of such a thing. Have it's you ever terrifying. done VR stuff? I mean, for me, I think um, Wyatt Olive, uh, on PlayStation Yours has a 
VR thing that we did a little bit of, but that's the only I've never. No, we gotta so get have, we gotta get Nick into. The you ocean. wouldn't go to the beach or like get in the water, like if it was like here or something. Like, would, would no, it be? I'd go, I'd go, I'd go to the beach and go in the water, but it's it's there's a little anxiety. There. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. It's not being able to see the bottom. Yeah, is yep. it's just I think I'm afraid of the unknown. Yeah, if you, especially yeah. if you can't see it, and then your foot brushes up against. You're like, oh my goodness, bottom or oh, anything. No, thank you. Yep, exactly. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of like what's in the ocean, but we're disregarding for a moment just the ocean. Yeah, right? the for vastness, sure. the power. For and sure. I don't let the my mystery. mind wander yeah. too much to dark places, but you know when you fly over the ocean or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> what happened? What would happen if we just went down and I was I survived? Right. You were the only one that survived. And you're just. In the you're ocean, just, yeah, yeah. Yep. there's nothing you can do. You're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. monsters. There's Absolutely. monsters that are waiting to eat you. Yeah, because yeah. no, even I mean, then you're gonna. We don't know what's in. And the even ocean. if they don't, yeah, nightmare. And even if even you that. don't, yeah. the sun could kill you. The sun will eat you. <laughs> the sun oh. will eat. The world's yeah. out to get you, man. Yeah. I go through a, a, a arc when I get when I'm at the beach where I I. I it's so excited it's the morning or whatever and I'm having like a mimosa and I'm like this is great I get in the water and I'm like oh I feel just spiritually cleansed and better and then about 20 seconds to two minutes passes by and eventually I'm like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get eaten uh, and I have to get out here and I feel a sense of like I have to get out (laughs) and not only that there are parts of the ocean where you can just step in and it'll just suck you in and you'll and it sucks you into the ocean yeah (laughs) undercurrents get pretty (laughs) scary yeah Yeah. rips 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 absolutely terrify me yeah you like you could just be like, "Ooh, this ocean's real calm," and you're just like in the tippy you're toe. Just like, part. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm yeah. now a hundred meters. Never away mind. From the shore. Yep. Yeah, it ripped my legs under me and pulled yep. me into the ocean. Yeah, appreciate yeah. The, the. I just like waves. I don't like waves. Waves are kind of scary. Yeah. I like water in general. Yep. Yeah. I, I like a pool. Excellent. You like a pool. Excellent answer. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Nick Hamilton into pools. Do you like pools, Nick? <laughs> hey, Nick. Do you Nick like Hamilton. Going to a pool? Pools. Pools. Nick Hamilton pools. Real quick, guys, we got an exclusive. Nick Hamilton on pools. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of pools. He's so. a fan yeah. of pools, like everybody. Pools, <laughs> um, the favorite horror do you have? Do you like horror? See, Did you like horror? Do you I, see, I don't feel really like you have watch to... horror movies. Like it's I'm, I'm I mean, and this is gonna be a huge flex, but it's like it's being in the biggest horror movie of all time and not being a fan of horror. <laughs> yeah. Huge flex. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Well, flex. we're the biggest YouTubers. But, well, you know, I bet we would all love, of the we, like, you know, YouTube. we get we get criticized YouTube sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Right, do, do, do all the like horror blogs and horror networks and horror magazines when they interview you are they like, come on, man, <laughs> you don't like horror movies? It's often there's there's more there's more shock in. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, why would you like getting scared? Is the issue with me? Like that's okay. It's, yeah, it's the, I don't I mean, get it. It's dopamine, right? Yeah. But why is why like, do it to yourself? Because do something little, that makes little, you happy. Little yeah. adrenaline, you freak. Yeah, I think it's because yeah. it, it's fun. It's a desire to feel it's, alive, it's fun maybe. Is to it? do for me, I love horror movies, so it, I think it's just fun. That makes sense. It's fun to yeah. see. <laughs> Look at you. Like <laughs> un- it's fun to see unbelievable shit happening in on a, in a movie, especially yeah. like when it's like blood and guts, and it's so funny, and you're just like having a good time with your friends. And yeah, it's all fake, and it's made by these amazing masters of yep. special effects and makeup, and yep. there's just a lot of love that goes into these things. And the scary, like I get more scared. Of I haven't been scared in a movie in a long time. Okay. I think Hereditary. Hereditary I was, got me a little. Bit. I was nervous in Hereditary yeah. because of what everybody was saying, but I just ended up being kind of like. I mean, the end is some of the visuals in that stuff. The, the visuals in the end were definitely yeah. some of the like craziest shit. But 
See, um, I would never see that in my in like three lifetimes. Yeah, <laughs> not, I have no desire. I, do. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, like I guess it's kind of like going on a roller coaster. Yeah, I was gonna say because right? you're you're building your emotions up and you you have these huge spikes. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, roller then, and, then, and then at the end, someone dies, and, that's like, that's, <laughs> yeah. and hopefully it's a roller coaster that every single time it goes around, the someone is dead. <laughs> yeah, the difference is after I get off of a roller coaster and I'm going into my house at nine o'clock that night, I don't think a roller coaster is gonna jump out of the bushes. Yeah. And eat me. Yeah, exactly that. That's okay. exactly that. But besides um, that, it's exactly the same. Yeah, thrill seeker. I mean, yeah, the imagination is a is a powerful thing. So yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, is my favorite. The Dream Warriors, yeah. or I'm just Nightmare on Elm Street. No, I'm not even, the franchise is my favorite okay. horror stuff ever. Oh. Like I said, because it's just it's creative. It gets silly as the uh, so full. as it goes on, and then it, it's it. Freddy Krueger is a nightmare. Yeah. It's like a straight up Absolutely. nightmare that ends up they having so much fun with him at the end. It's some of the most creative kills. In cinema oh, yeah. history, dude. It's my so friend cool. Jeff cool. and I used to like come up with, yeah. with some. Like we'd be, I was like, we. I thought of a really funny one where you're like asleep and you're walking around in your living room, and then suddenly like you're like tired and you take a seat on the couch, and then the ca- the camera pulls back and the couch starts to like turn into the striped sweater, mm-hmm. and then at the very end there's like a Freddy, yeah. like full Freddy sitting on the end of the couch and he's like, have a seat, yeah. and then the the couch opens up <laughs> and just eat, yeah, exactly. Hey, guys, <laughs> we have a have to hop on a call in thirteen I, minutes. I pushed it. I pushed. It. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Joe Pushy. Oh, um, well, so then never pushy. mind. So picture pushy. Joe Pushy. Picture pushy. And the, what what is brilliant about the movie making a bill like like capabilities and a, like moments that can be made in that series are great because it isn't just watching people die in creative ways. You mess with the audience. You some you don't know if somebody's in a dream. There's so there's there's these curveballs that just take you like keep you off kilter Absolutely. as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't think you get that in anything else. It could do it a little bit because um, you never know what's going to come around the corner. Yeah, because it could just but be, you don't be anything. know when yeah. you're watching a Nightmare on Elm Street if it's done well because a lot of those movies aren't great but they're fun. Is that you don't know if you're in what's real and what's not. Yeah. It's great. So yeah. like when does the simulation start? I, I think my favorite horror yeah. movie is uh I was listening and I, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. I think my See, fa- I'm always I'm always engaged, Nick. This is well, I'm so firing on all on cylinders. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're think- not single. And I'm not single. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. He wears and, uh, Smosh merchandise, Rhett and Link merchandise, and then he puts an uh, Instagram logo over that, and then he's also dating Not Too Deep. <laughs> he's dating Not Too Deep. Does she say that? She's, no, she doesn't, does she? <laughs> That's how she introduced herself. Yeah. Um, my favorite horror movie, I think, is The Thing. Such a good answer. It's either The Thing or The Shining. I would watch The Thing and Shining just because I feel like I don't want to die having never seen them. And if I don't, yeah. at some point, I will die having never oh, seen those. I mean, I just The Thing does ones. the same thing. You don't know what's real. It's great. Hey, guys, what's up? It's time for a little break within uh, this wonderful chat we're having with Nick Hamilton from It. We wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about one of our favorite sponsors, Squarespace. Hmm. Joe, you love Squarespace. I love Squarespace. They let us make websites. That's right. And our friend Mike Falzone has a Squarespace website. Not to give him a plug. But you did. But we love Squarespace so much because it's so easy to make a website. Gone are the days where you were like, man, I don't have the skills. I don't have the knowledge. I have no idea how to start a website. And Squarespace just helps you with every aspect of that. They make it so dang easy let me throw in some buzzwords here domains Mm. websites online stores marketing tools guys these are all of the different things you can use squarespace with or for (laughs) (sighs) 
and they've got their new feature, which is email campaigns. Guys, this is very excited. Their email campaigns are consistent, powerful. It's content from website to email, powerful editing tools to make it your own, customizable layouts for any message, mobile editing so you can send anytime, anywhere, and how about some of these other things you can do with Squarespace like turn your cool idea into a website, showcase your work, mm. blog or publish mm. content, sell products and services mm. of all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event or special project, and those new email campaigns, which we love so, so much. you can do when you make a website. And Squarespace does this by giving you those beautiful templates created by world-class designers. You don't have to worry about the look of your website. It's already designed by world-class designers. Talented people letting you do talented things. And not only that, there's the beautiful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, the ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Guys, and you can do it all from your phone if you want. It's all mobile optimized. Hey, welcome to the future, Steve. How are you? Dude, I'm great. You look great in the future. Thank you, as do you. Thank much you so much, than Joe. You did in the past. Thank you so much. So, guys, this is a no-brainer. You can go to squarespace.com slash valley. That's squarespace.com slash valley for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use that offer code valley to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Don't be dumb. Get on that Squarespace train. Go to squarespace.com slash valley and check it out. Make anything you want, everybody. I'm going to look at five things in this room. You can make a website about it. Drum, E.T. Puppet, not E.T. Puppet. Me and Joe. And future Joe and Steve. Go do it today. <laughs> nice work, Joe. What do we got next? Boom. Natural little transition to press play on a track. I don't like this one. How about this one? Yes. I like that one. Me too. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you about Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. That sucks. Yeah, man. That totally sucks. <laughs> what a scary stat to hear. Yeah. Quip is better the better electronic toothbrush created by dentists and designers. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Yeah, I love my Quip toothbrush. So do I. I have Legit. one. We both have one. I think everyone here has one. Mike yep. Falzone has one. Yep, Sorry yep. to mention Mike again in another ad, Joe. Yeah, well, how can we not? He's part of the family. And he uses Quip, so why not? He's part of the Quip family. Sensitive sonic vibrations. These gentle enough, they are gentle enough and they are sensitive to your gums. People brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive, but not Quip. It's got a built-in two-minute timer and it pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides, helping guide to a full and even clean. Sucks when you're like on your top left for way too long, you know? I know. Don't stay on your top left too long. Mm -mm. 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Quip helps you do that. It's got a multi-use cover. It mounts to your mirror. I love that one. I use the mirror. I know. It's like a future toothbrush. And it reminds you to brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. And it looks cool on the mirror. It It really does. It does look cool. Look at us gush. This declutters your sink or cabinet and makes traveling with an electric toothbrush even easier. Quip doesn't require a clunky charger and runs for three months on one charge, which is insanity. Can we get that battery for everything? <laughs> I know, serious. Uh, the brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule love. every three months for just five bones. Why? Three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, or ineffective. Quip is one of the first electric to- toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five-star reviews. Yeah, that's what you want. Yes, you do, baby. So say what you love about Quip is what it says to me. I think we did. We said a lot about of course, what we love yeah. about we, Quip. We, I, <laughs> we it's use the o- it. <laughs> it's the only thing that is consistently in my mouth every day. Yeah, man. 
I, I made this switch from uh, our insurance, not to get too uh, uh, personal. Our insurance mm-hmm. also gives us free electric toothbrushes, and that thing's in the garbage. No, it's bad news. I have a Quip. Nothing's better than Quip. There we go. It's backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25, and if you get... If you go to getquip.com slash valley right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash valley. Nice work, Joe. Um, Steven. Yeah. Speaking of teeth, let me hand you that phone and you go into that one last uh, oh my segued ad read to what Candid. Do here? Oh, let me do this. Do, 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 do I have any more? Guys, we're going to make love to your ears and your mouth on this podcast. Oh, that's good. Ooh, that's a good one. That's fun. That's fun. Hey guys, have you ever had problems with your teeth that you've always wanted to get fixed? I have an option that can help. You won't need to go through the hassle or long-term treatment of wire braces, and you can do it from all from the comfort of your own home. Dang. It's this new company called Candid. Now, buckle up, Joe. Here's the scoop. Click. Candid is helping people gain confidence through accessible and affordable orthodontic care. Candid makes the process of straightening your teeth convenient and easy by having the customer take the process into their own hands. And even though the customer is taking the process into their own hands, Candid's network of highly trained orthodontists review each and every case and directs the entire aligner plan. Well, God dang. Guys, you can focus on straighter and brighter teeth in an average of six months and costs 65% less than braces. That's significant. That's very significant. (laughs) Each aligner purchase includes Candid's premium whitener. Everything you need to make molds, take molds of your teeth from home is delivered to your home. White glove customer service in addition to email and phone support. Candid will set up a video call with you to answer any questions you have and to walk you through the modeling process. That's top-notch customer service. Candid only uses experienced orthodontists never general dentist. So here's the details, guys. Candid makes custom clear aligners that are sent directly to your home. Each treatment plan is customized specifically for your needs to help you straighten your teeth. These aligners can fix crooked teeth, crowding, and gaps. The first step is to purchase their starter kit, which will be sent to your home so you can take impressions of your teeth. And that kit retails for $95. That sounds like a good time. An orthodontist licensed in your state reviews your specific case and creates a 3D preview of what your treatment and final results will look like. Once your 3D preview, once you see your 3D preview, it's completely up to you if you want to move forward with your clear aligner treatment plan. Having a real orthodontist is the main reason you'll love Candid. Other companies use dental professionals, whatever that means. Mm -mm. Seriously, it could be anybody. Mm -mm. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. Candid's treatment time is an average of six months and will literally save you thousands compared to the other guys. So, guys, you're just one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. Take Mm. advantage of Candid's risk-free starter kit guarantee. Plus, when you use our dedicated link, candidco.com slash valleycast, you'll save 50% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash valleycast to get 50% off the price of your modeling kit. Candidco.com slash valleycast. Do it for your mouth. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors uh, today. Um, What you should do is get that Candidco. Straighten those teeth. Keep them clean with the quip. Make a website about your clean, clean teeth with Squarespace. Your journey, yeah. Uh, make sure you're able to do that by using your kick-ass Wi-Fi from Euro.com. Thank you guys for this moment within the podcast for some ads. And now back to the main show. <clears throat> Elliot? My throat hurts a lot. 
I don't know what's going on. Do you want, do you want my vodka? I can give you some I vodka. I have these really yeah. nice vodka? natural lozenges. Wait, hold up. Wait, oh, I, mean, I don't have any vodka. Nick, left. do you have anything that you'd like to talk about today? Oh. Coming into our world, do you have anything? Like, what's on your mind? Any interesting? You more. just moved to L.A. I just uh, moved to L.A.? Yeah, that's a thing that I did. Is your mic cord? on there? Yeah. We're going to need to get you a new wire. Yeah, man. I think what we did is we got some uh, bad wires. We can literally talk about wire. anything. Um, I, oh, I've anything. been watching um, a show. This is. I'm just going to blow through this. Please do. Um I'm watching a show called Married at First, First Sight. Is it Australian? Oh, yeah. Uh, is it Australian or no, the British version? No, but everyone told me that I need to watch the Australian watch version. The Australian version. Okay. My so mom and my sister-in-law are absolutely obsessed. I'm Ooh. pretty obsessed with the show. Um, it's uh, For those who don't know, the idea is that uh, strangers decide they want to get married. They're going to marry a stranger and they talk oh, to a bunch yeah. of experts. It's a blind date, but the um, date is a wedding. Exactly. Yeah. And they but don't. The, they haven't seen their spouse. Yeah. And they sit down with a psychologist, a sex expert, and like a spiritual person uh, or like a pastor or somebody, and they explain what their ideal partner is, and then they take all these things and they find people based them on their compatibility and then oh. they get married it's insane. over after yeah, I that like, i don't like it hit, wait for this wait for this after it they get married it follows them as they go on their honeymoon mm-hmm. and then they move in together they meet each other's families they meet each other's friends and at the <laughs> end of six weeks they decide whether or not they actually want to stay married mm-hmm. and if they don't they go to the tv person and they go we don't want to be married or they, they go individually so each person has to say yes oh my god so, so you sometimes don't, somebody, somebody says yes somebody, somebody says no. Somebody, yep, you know? yep, uh, yep i haven't gotten to this part apparently it's next week uh and <laughs> um but apparently it's fantastic it's awesome. and if they decide to get a divorce it's the show pays for it everything's good everything goes yeah back they to take normal. care of it legally and everything mm-hmm. yeah. many of the that. couples haven't had sex many of the couples have had sex like once or twice um it is bonkers, it's and bonkers. it has the highest success rate of uh, couples actually staying together. Like, so as a result, the people who apply to the show typically are actually seeking a spouse, and so most of them are have a vested interest in making it work. So it's Match.com, or the reality show, the TV and it's show. also yeah. ar- it's also arranged. It's arranged marriage. And so they, they pitch little things like a social experiment or whatever. And it kind of does feel that way a little bit because these people are getting to know each other in real time. Um, Anyway, it's very fun, and uh, I highly recommend Can it. Can I and just say... There's also a girl in it who looks remarkably like Lee, and it's very funny, Whoa, and weird. she's an extra. Is this the British version? Uh, this is the American version I've been watching. Is this the American version? Yes, yes. Oh. There's a British version. Can I just say... It should be called the Pittsburgh Welcome version, to the but yeah, States. it's the American version. <laughs> as it's like much, Philly people. As much as we th- we talk about how ridiculous this concept is and how like the novelty alone of the just the unknown and these people meeting each other for the first time and getting married they they are seeing each other for the first time in their wedding outfits yes. yeah. walking down the aisle yes. to get married that's when they see so the that's first, when they see each the other first, do they say their own vows or do they just say i do um i actually missed the first yeah i think they do i think they say vows probably i mean it's probably like a very gen- they have yeah, the right wrong, but it's like generals like i'll like you forever yeah 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 cuz imagine if the first thing you heard out of somebody's mouth was I do. Dude, the craziest thing... It might thing, be. I think that might be. I don't think it is. I think there's house. The craziest thing is is that like, imagine just standing out there and you're like waiting for your wife to come out and you're like, I don't know which, who she is. Well, dude, and some of them are like not attract... Like the, yeah. There's this one couple, the couple who the, the guy like, he she looks like Lee from, from Source Edge, blonde and not pink hair, but then there's this guy who clearly he... <laughs> doesn't like her and he's like trying to save face for the camera and it's 
it's completely fascinating. And I've grown to really despise this person <laughs> on like a really <laughs> legitimate level because I think he's being so incredibly uh, terrible unless he's under duress and the producers are making him do it. But he just seems so miserable. And then she is like talking to the sex expert. She's like, um, uh, he, uh, he told me not to tell this to you guys. Oh, no. But after we have sex, he goes into the bathroom and he doesn't talk to me for hours. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's like psychological abuse. I was like, how, how is this guy not just like <laughs> putting this girl out of her misery? And uh, it's really, it's dude at that I'm point. Wow. I, at that point, because it because it comes down, it really in in the episodes there are the they have the experts that like chose mm-hmm. the contestants right experts like they have mm-hmm. them yeah. they have them meet with these people and talk to them individually together and things like that and it ultimately kind of comes down to them when it's like backfiring big time because you're looking at these people and they're like you guys were responsible for this mm-hmm. you were supposed to yeah. match together people that were yep. perfect for each other and this is like not working and and, and like yeah, what's awful together yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they kind of have to like sit in their own shit that they fucked up or whatever yeah. and there's been other instances where it starts out like that and then they're like no just like keep it like yeah try, like try it yeah. out and they end up those are the ones who have like a kid now and they're like doing great um, yes and then you figure like you there's the, there is the statistic that like arranged marriages are more statistically successful than non-arranged marriages. I don't know if that's because of the culture or the fact that if it factors in like happiness and all that stuff. But this is basically just filming arranged marriages and then seeing what happens. That's crazy. And is that your phone? That is my phone. What's yeah. uh, for the call. What, sorry? What's, thank you. What's really interesting about that is when you brought it up. You know when like somebody starts talking about like something that you're good at, like. Marriage. Oh, uh, we're going around. Uh, we're gonna go play some softball, and then you get all proud and yeah. cross your arms over your chest. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know softball. Mm. Nick just did that right next to me when you brought up that show about the Australian version. So now I want to know how crazy. Yeah, the yeah, I do version too. Is. Oh, is the Australian exactly version crazy? When I tweeted, or uh, he took so much pride in it. He was like, "Yeah, yeah I, I was, know." I'm because I saw Grace's post. <laughs> yes. I and said you're watching Married at First Sight. I was like, oh my goodness. Did you see the replies? There's like several that were like, "You have to watch the Australian." It's version. incredible. I, I think it's popular here. Like the Australian version, you hope. Well, how do you watch it? Like on Hulu or something, or or people are just like illegally downloading it or no, something? I don't care enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon. Be like yeah, maybe Probably Amazon. Amazon. Um, but yeah, so it's it's basically because I think it is slightly scripted. Oh no! Uh, well, Australia, a lot of reality, and I'll tell you the reason. Australia why. or both? Oh, no. I assume it's both because it's. Assume, oh no! But it, it's it the has Australian, to be scripted. the Australian one. <laughs> I held now it, it all makes. I held a ghost over here. Um, so we're basically, it's basically. My hand is burning. My arm is burning. Well, I need it lower. My arm my is arm burning. Hurts, <laughs> <laughs> I need it lower. Just putting my hand into a candle. Uh, um, one of the like bombshells of the first season. I think it was the first or second season of Married at First Sight. You're gonna ruin the show for me. I can tell. In season in Australia, one of the bombshells was like one like an, an ex of one of the people like came into the house. Mm-hmm. <gasps> it was huge. <gasps> But I recognized one, like the oh. person who came in. You seen him at auditions from a workshop? Yeah. Oh no. From a from a like a from acting, acting class. Yeah. Oh no. That's oh, a coincidence. Wow. That's all that is. Yeah. Um, it made me actors feel, need love too. That's what that's what sort of made me uh, sort of leave uh, and not have any interest in it. But, but leave Australia if that in was, general. <laughs> 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 I'm here. I'd be like, oh wow. shit, leave LA now, dude. <laughs> Something's gonna fuck you up real bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was uh, watching it last night. I was like, "There's, she's like talking into the phone, you know, saying this really tragic thing, but it's cutting just editing wise to also showing the phone with her face 
and like the it's the so exact same words and i was like was she saying the exact same thing twice and three times the like actual mm. shots um or coverage or whatever yeah i i it's well regardless I mean, it sure can be scripted all, all it's a great show either way like the yeah. drama the drama is really full. yeah yeah i love um, anxiety i'll check it out <laughs> <laughs> i love pumped. watching other people's misfortunes <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah exactly all right can i talk about one more thing before we get out all right so this morning i was you know when you like you hear a song from your childhood and you're like pumped about it and you get into it right yeah that happened to me today so i started listening to some incubus some oh, incubus man. came back still love them i listened to their recent album eight came out in 2017 it's got some bangers on it wow check it out. now do you remember the crossover hit they did with Big Pun, I Don't Want to Be a Player No More. Mm-mm. So they did this for for an album called This Rocks, I think is what it was called or something like that. It was rappers and like new metal combined to make songs together. Okay. Right? Where so, where, what kind of, so I listened to that. What street are you taking this down? So then I went we go, to, and I listened to the normal version of I Don't Want to Be a Player No More with Joe and Big Punisher. And I just want to talk about a lyric that really stuck out to me. Okay. I'm excited. So I'll... Uh, let, okay. me, let me just give you this verse really quick and then great. I'll, I'll stop after the lyric. Okay, great. <clears throat> hey, yo, I'm still not a player, but you still a hater. Elevator to the top. Ha ha. See you later. I'm gone. Penthouse suite, penthouse freaks, in house beach, French countess, 10 thou piece, rent out lease with an option to buy, copping a five, <laughs> oh, Benz, for when I'm not far up in the sky. Puffing the lie from my twinzito up in the Benzito with my Kiko from Queens, nicknamed Perico. Now back to the PAs and wearing PJs. Now we're reaching peak age, <laughs> running trains for three days. Who want a ride? It won't cost you a dollar, whether soft or harder. Of course, you're still going to holla. My, my, I'm big, huh? I rip my prick through your hooters. I'm sick. You couldn't measure my dick with six rulers. Can we talk about that? <laughs> you couldn't measure my dick with six rulers. How big is this dick? Well, you don't have enough arms. You, you can't hold all Nick. those rulers Nick's together. Gone, yeah. Nick, how big is this six ruler <laughs> dick? Well, let's bring an ET really my quick. My mother's gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I know. But I, I, I no, love it's it about all the same. It's that's about, a good rhyme. But good lord! No, it's about well, somebody who hasn't just bought a tape measure. Six rulers. If you have six rulers, That's you should point. have a tape. I mean, it's uh, can I just be honest? This guy is this guy is sick. I mean, no, I think he's what we would call a braggart and um, a hooligan, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And None I of think this and is perhaps believe this is all fact. I don't think it is. What inspired you? Do you think he has an indoor beach in his penthouse? Is it kind of fun to listen to when you listen to it? Oh, it's, it's a great fun. song. Really? But you couldn't measure my dick with six rulers. Do you think he has? Is a, insane. Do you think? Um, Let's get Nick's mom on the line. Do you think, uh, <laughs> let's call her and see what hey, she thinks. Uh, She'll answer. <laughs> Do you think? Wait, wait, wait. He said <laughs> he, he had an indo- he said he had an indoor beach in his penthouse, <laughs> and you're gonna believe that he needs six rulers to measure his phallus. Oh man, that's a good point. No man has a beach indoor yeah. beach. Put a little sample of water, a little indoor beach. Oh no, no, that's not an indoor beach. You can't have just like what, like five feet of sand. Put a sand, put a little sand, put a little puddle. I mean, who wants a beach? Of the ocean. Cut yourself. A Nobody beach. wants a beach I can't indoors. Wait. Then the I have a, terrifying. I'll have a glass an indoor of water beach in a sand then. castle. We should all have indoor beaches. Ah uh, well, this One is day, our company. Man. That's fair. Uh. Keep growing that Patreon. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, listen. Let's not waste any more of Nick's time. I love oh, from butter pecan. You never, you never waste my time, Steve oh, Zogos. Ah, such a sweetheart. To black Nick. I do want to, I do want to, I do want to shout out some. I've always because I've never been on YouTube before. I regulate everything. Wow, this is your first time on YouTube. And it's also my first podcast. Holy shit. No way. So there's a couple. I'm so sorry we talked so long about Total Recall. No, I love it. (laughs) I absolutely love it. That's exactly how I thought my first time would be. (laughs) Um, Yeah, shout out to all day. So it's basically, it's just, it's just, 
channels that I've always oh hell yeah dude do it. loved dude People. one day when you're when you're winning an Oscar and you're on TV. I am going to tweet out a photo of you and go, this motherfucker went on our podcast for the first time. We were his first podcast. Give us our Oscar. I'm going to feel so proud of you. Oh, you're going to make me leak. Oh, oh don't mm, leak here. I'll leak all mm. over you. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's sweet. <laughs> uh, that anyway, uh, so Did you guys tell him I'm into golden showers? I, I, Let's I, listen to Nick talk. So there's, Nick's mom's <laughs> listening to this. There's a, um, so there's a, a channel. This is based on what we were talking about before. Uh, it's a channel who does, I can't remember the name of the channel, but the series is called Kill Count. I don't know if you've heard about this. Yes, I have. Well, yeah. Let's bring it up. Hold so on. So let's see if you can find the channel. So basically, it's this fella, and I think it's just him, where he basically takes horror movies and yes, I've seen counts that. the kills <gasps> and like shows the kills and like rates the kills and yep. stuff like that. Wow. And that's the only way I watch horror movies. I watch I've that. Watched, wow. I've watched all the Saw movies through him. Through his videos. Right. Is it Dead Meat? Wow. Dead but have you actually Dead seen Dead the Dead movies? Meat is the channel. I've never seen any of the movies. The only movies I've seen... This is how part, you learn about This the is how movies. I sort of... I get the gist of the movie. Are there clips cool, cool. in the yeah, videos? The whole, yeah. the whole movie. Like it's, wow, what it, a chance. That's a service he's doing for this... For this. It's incredible. He did, like, did one for it. You know the that's subreddit what, Data is Beautiful? It seems like something that would be on Data is Beautiful or Data Ooh, is Beautiful. Yeah, that guy oh, yeah. I mean, because I love statistics. Uh-huh. Like, does he know that that's what you that you watch his stuff? No. I mean, well, I don't know. This guy is swimming in hits. Yeah, he's making a lot of views every... Because it's just very good content. He basically... Because he has like a blurb at the start saying that he doesn't own these movies. Yeah. Because he got in trouble a couple of times. Saying, because he used to start out, I own these movies. Right? Own, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had to stop saying that. <laughs> I made these movies. These movies are mine. <laughs> Universal oh. You're welcome. Enjoy my video. <laughs> F off. Steven Spielberg sent him a handwritten letter. Please stop saying you own my movies. <laughs> Literally, so he just he just shows like clips of the movie. He basically goes through the whole movie, and it's all the important bits. Yeah, I'm down. I'm wow, that's out. wonderful. Yeah. But also the kills, and like he goes at the end, like how many uh, men were killed compared to women, and like does like a pie chart. But in that, you see scary stuff too. Is that okay? That's my. But that's that's all. That's I'm the okay barometer. With. That's of the... all I'm okay with. Because if, okay. if I sit in a dark room, you don't yeah. like that tension to, that builds. It has up. to be daytime for me to watch a kill count video. Right. It has that to makes be daytime. Sense. And it has to be bright. And it has to. This be, is like my girlfriend. And I and I have to be with a, a, another human being. Yeah, this is this is my girlfriend. Alana cannot watch a horror movie. Me and Alana can just hang out anytime. Yeah, well, we'll just watch horror movies in the daytime when we watch them. Yeah, oh, good. With you, Nick. Good, good shout out, Nick. Yeah, it's a good shout good out. Shout uh, out. Then there's only one more, which is completely unrelated. There's a, Brad's Brad's but it's because Brad's it's it. The Valley Vote Patreon dot com slash The Valley Vote Franco Show. They sounds like the voices inside my head. Whoa. Um. So it's a sketch channel, but it's an Australian sketch channel, which mm-hmm. is rare. Um, and I bring this up because you guys are very similar to them in the same way comedy. Um, Chris Lilly is the only funny Australian ever. You need to watch a channel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely fuck you. What a good phrase. Uh, Absolutely fuck I have you. know exactly what to say. Oh. That. <laughs> so there's this channel. The name is Auntie Donna. A-R-T-E. Auntie, uh, Auntie, okay. Auntie, Auntie Donna. Auntie Donna. Uh, um, so there, it's Australian sketch channel. These three guys, I'm blanking on their names, Mark, Zach, and Broden. I've been told about these guys. Mark, yep. Zach, and Broden. And they are yep. cool, freaking fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. And then yeah. you guys, in a nutshell, so the people who watch this podcast. They're older, ugly folk like us. Yes. Oh, thank God, more olds. But I, I love them to bits. Every single video that comes out, I am. it just makes me so happy. Oh. The people who watch... 
the Valley Folk will love Auntie Donna. Oh, wow. I can't Search wait. Search them up. You will love them. Cool. I'll show you a video after this. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. My favorite people on YouTube, apart from the Valley Folk. Wow. Thanks, Thank you. That's a wonderful plug. I have nice seen work. some of the stuff. It's good stuff. It's very good yep. stuff. Um, we actually, yeah. we have time for one more plug, guys. Oh. Um, this comes from, this is a Patreon perk, part of our Patreon oh, perks. Um, our highest tier has the option that if you uh, uh, would like to, we can shout out certain projects of yours. And we're doing that right now. And if you would like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk because that's how we're able to do all this fun stuff all the time and talk to Nick about horror write, movies for a long time. Let me write that down. It's it what was that link again? Premiering. It yeah. Two, Did yes. you say Patreon? What was Patreon. it? Patreon.com slash the Valley Folk. So, <laughs> switch. <laughs> this particular uh, project, creative endeavor, comes from Alex Krups or Krups. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, Alex, either one. Uh, and he says, Switch to Black is a Canadian based high energy rock trio playing their own brand of grunge slash punk rock, if you guys happen to enjoy music, cool. influenced by bands like Nirvana, Queens of the Stone Age, and Green Day. Switch to mm, Black started in 2012. And they've since released two EPs. That's cool. Nascent Noise in 2015 and Switch to Black in 2017. I like when the self-titled comes after the uh, comes after the not self-titled. That's fun. Their music is available on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, <Jesus>. and Bandcap, <laughs> Bandcamp. And if you want to check them out, try listening to The New LA or I Know What You Did Last Summer. Thank you for your time. That's from Alex, who is also a Valley cast uh, and Valley folk listener and supporter. And thank you yeah, guys, uh, to check him. It out. And thank you to also all yeah, of our that's a, that's a big round of applause. What's the name of the thing? band again? Switch to Black. Switch to Black. Available Switch on Spotify. Black. Cool. Switch I'll check it out. I will listen to it on my walk home today. Lovely. Oh, it's such lovely. a lovely walk. It is such a lovely walk. It's, it's a lovely, it's a lovely weather walk. It's a beautiful day. See all the we're having as well. The butterflies. There's so many butterflies. Two ladies, I think, is what they're called, and they're actually ladies. You couldn't measure my dick with six rulers. It's an excessive amount of rulers. So we cut like a while ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nick, ago. for being on the podcast. Yay! We love you so much. We Thank gotta you have much. you back a hundred million times. Oh, can we all of the time? Yes, please. I'll be. Uh, cons- I'll be the new lead. Actually, whenever one of us can't do it, will you just come in for us? Yeah. Great, Great. Perfect. Yeah. See you next week. I'm taking Thursday. That's legally cool. binding. Sweet. Bye, everybody. Great. Bye. Bye.